Welcome back to Young and Getting Wiser. I'm Caitlin, your host, and thanks so much for tuning in. Happy post-Thanksgiving. We're now in the second week of December, and I haven't posted an episode in two weeks. Sorry about that. Thanksgiving happened. Post-Thanksgiving happened. You know how it goes. But I am here to bring you the final episode of Cultivating Connection, which was the very first four-part series on the podcast where we talked about connection to self, connection to others, the world around you and this episode I'm going to touch on maintaining that connection, recap it a little bit, and I'm going to add some extra things here and there that don't have to do with the series. I would love to begin our conversation with a few updates. So first and foremost, if you haven't checked out the Instagram at Young and Getting Wiser, go ahead and follow it. But also go peep that we have a new book club. I wanted to create a space for readers and non-readers alike, just people that have a subtle interest in the concept of reading, whether that's for self-improvement, entertainment, distraction, escape, boredom, to go to sleep, whatever your reason is for reading everyone is welcome. It's super low commitment too because to me personally, I'm not an avid reader. I like reading when I have time for it. However, I do need accountability partners and that's kind of what everyone in the club is serving as for each other, making a little community where people can chat if they want, maybe meet new friends if you're drawn to do that. But basically, it's through the app Fable And I just discovered this app a couple weeks ago and I was like, wait, this is so cool. To put it simply, each month we pick a book, we read it, and with each chapter, there is a separate chat room. So you can leave commentary about your thoughts on the book, how you felt, etc. And it's just a fun little way for us to all connect over one book and create a online community of like-minded people. So if you're interested in joining, go ahead and check out the Instagram for tutorials under the highlight that says book club or shoot me a DM if you have trouble, but hope to see you there. So cultivating connection. It's been really interesting talking about these kind of topics and then seeing how it plays out in my own life, especially during times where I'm seeing more family, seeing people I'm close to, even spending more alone time as it gets colder and I start hibernating because I swear I'm already over this cold weather. Like, I thought that we were almost done with it for some reason, but I was reminded over the phone that there are, like, several months left. So, maybe I need to move somewhere warm. I don't know. I'm over it. But taking that important time for yourself and then also knowing when to put yourself aside and show up for others and create the deeper connections with the people you love and care about is super important, as we've talked about. There's a lot of moving pieces with this whole journey of just having deeper connections with everything around you and creating a more rich feeling life. It can honestly be hard to implement all of it at once, especially in an already stressful time or maybe you're hyper-focused on one of these things and you're like, I can't do everything, can't focus on myself and others. I get it. it. I totally feel that. I like reach these points where I think I'm at my bandwidth and the only thing that helps me get through that in a quick and sane way is time blocking. And yes, time blocking is tedious. It takes time to time block. It takes effort to think about, okay, what am I going to prioritize? But it's useful for more stuff than just your homework in college and high school It's useful for a lot of things if you really want to live that fulfilled life. I'm just a young 20-something figuring it out, but so far, this is the information I've gathered. This is what's helped me chill out, so 
I don't know. Let me know if you have another method because would love to hear it. Would personally benefit from that so much. But for now, we're going to talk about time blocking and how I do it. Hopefully, that can be help for someone out there who is listening. It feels like my mind is constantly that scene from spongebob when he's like running around in the file cabinet and screaming and panicking and there's a billion of him that's how it is sometimes and i know i'm not alone in that and that's okay with that having a reference point of like okay this is where i started i got this most important thing done today now i can move on to the second most important thing i put it in my notes page in my phone i go things to do everyone's mind is going to work different with this but for my mind I do it by the day of the week obviously so like Monday Tuesday Wednesday I don't need to say the day of the week but I'll do top priorities of that day put them in order but always 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 put your most top priority at the top otherwise if you're a procrastinator like me you're probably going to do all these little things before you do that top priority and then you're going to push that top priority and then boom what do you know it's time for bed So I'm not going to sit here and tell you how to make a to-do list because everyone should know how to do that, but I'm going to help explain how you can use that method to kind of systemize your life when it comes to balancing your relationship with yourself, your relationship with others and family and loved ones and friends. Time blocking periods of time to spend with people you love is as important as it is to time block time to have your alone time, really go inward, have some reflection of your life, how things are going, etc. There are so many moments in my life where I'm like, I value this moment so much because I had it alone or vice versa. And just as importantly, I have moments where I'm like, this moment would have been nothing if I were alone, but because I had this person next to me, it was so valuable and it became a core memory. It's so easy to be like, obviously, I'm going to have time in the month to spend with myself. Obviously, I'm going to spend time with family. But how much of that is intentional? How much of that is you setting that aside to really dig into things or really get to know your friend or your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your mom, even your dad? And a lot of times as well, we can forget to even schedule time. I know I do this all the time. I'll go a whole month and not even realize that I had no set aside social time for my life and it's honestly one of the weirder things about getting older is that it feels like everything has to be on a schedule nothing is scheduled for you you know like it's literally all up to you and you only maybe your family or a parent whenever you were under that control of like this is your parent's schedule you're gonna follow it but like for most or all of us it's up to us now you're on your own That's why it's so important to make those days so like I'm going to have one day this month with friends. I'm going to have two family dinners. I'm going to have one or two self-care nights. I'm going to have one professional development night. You know, like set those precedents for your month and be like, I'm going to try to accomplish this because this is going to help lead to that fulfilled, connected feeling. On the contrary, I know that overscheduling I know firsthand, trust me, can be overwhelming. I know it can feel like system overload and back to that SpongeBob scene in the head where you're like running around looking for the files. That's what overscheduling looks like. 
And that's where there's this fine line, that gray area that we so commonly see with being in the midst of emerging adulthood or adulthood or whatever the hell this is. But I think what's important is taking the small steps. So if you have realized like, oh, I haven't had any friend time in the past two weeks, sometimes it's so easy to slip into that hole, especially in the dark winter months. Oh my gosh, it's like almost inevitable for some people. That is so okay and so, 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 so common. What matters is that you're willing to take that step and to schedule a lunch with an old friend, maybe go out to coffee with the connection that really might help kickstart your professional career like you've been wanting. Like take that initiative, hang out with that family member that you've always wanted to get to know just a little bit more because time blocking this kind of stuff is really where it's at right now. And I feel like, that's the only answer I have in my life for balancing it and I trust and know that more and more and more stuff is going to come that's going to teach me like okay how can I actually balance this and how does it get better but yeah that's some raw real stuff right there if I could scream this from the rooftops honestly at myself I would the whole idea of being okay with inconsistency in your time box and like forgiving yourself when you don't get certain things done, you're not at a certain milestone like your peers are or like whatever the inconsistent aspect of however you feel about whatever situation is, know that it's okay and know that you have time. There's so much time. However, there's no time like the present, obviously, for the people around you and for yourself, but I'm talking more so like for things that you want to accomplish in life, those more tangible external things, you have time and there's plenty of time to improve these ideas that you have or improve these fallacies that you tell yourself about your life. And most importantly and most relevant to where I'm at right now is there's always more time to get re-inspired and to find more inspiration around you. I was totally in an inspiration rut like two weeks ago without even realizing it and I want to expand on that a little bit. I feel like it's so easy to overlook the fact that you're in a rut because when life is moving so fast around you, you don't even realize it. You don't even see. Also, can you hear this cat purring real quick? Let's see. ASMR. That was Kaya saying hi, my kitten, if you don't know who Kaya is. Anyways, keeping that in the podcast, inspiration ruts are there when we don't even realize it. I was just in one a couple weeks ago. And it reflected in more than just this podcast. It reflected in the ways I see myself. It reflected in the ways I see my life. It reflects in work. It reflects in everything when you're in a rut or burnout. And I don't want to call what I had burnout. I'm not going to get all into that, but it was a rut. Inspo rut is what I'm going to call it. And I'm sharing all of these details, just kind of like how it felt, what it was like, because... I'm sure there's other people out there right now who are also in this unconscious inspo rut and I'm here to say it's easy to pull yourself out of. It's easy to kind of wake up one morning and be like, wait, pause. I'm doing this wrong and I'm going to do this differently and I'm going to change this way because this is how I want things to go. Inspiration can be found through people, can be found through words, through actions, through Pinterest, through Instagram, through your looks, through food inspiration is everywhere you let it be and when you start opening up to that a little bit more and have that 
initial realization that shit maybe I am in a rut maybe things have been too stagnant for me lately and I lost sight of the grander vision of where I want xyz to be or how I want to progress in this department. Some things that were signs for me was realizing I hadn't had a new idea come in in a while. There hadn't been any things that lit me up where I'm like, oh, I should do this. Or, oh, maybe I should try this in my career. The world gets a lot less bright and there's a lot less creativity flowing, I think. And there's obviously different ways that everyone channels their own creativity and that brings up a whole bunch of other things for you once you really work on channeling that and figuring out what gets those creative juices flowing if you will sometimes for that to happen you need a break and you need to think about life where it's at right now you need to do a little self-evaluation and most importantly take a minute to observe like what's going on right now where are you at in life where in your path are you not hitting the mark if you make new year's resolutions those are right around the corner baby we got like four weeks so start planning but also i want to say make your damn new year's resolution any point in the year like it does not have to be january 1st i think there is nothing better than a random rebrand i do this all the time in my life and it's honestly so fun and keeps me on the edge of my seat but whether that's your hair whether it's your job whether it's your hobbies your goals in life, your anything, do a little rebrand. I did a little rebrand on the Instagram earlier and I felt so good about it. I was like, okay, this is what I wanted from it. I feel good. I feel more aligned to my own unique path with this. It's less cookie cutter. And at the end of the day, if you use that for your life in whatever department you need it in, I keep saying department, but you know what I mean? It'll probably feel the same way and it feels good once you get out of that. I do want to bring up something that I think that a lot of listeners might particularly align with. For those of us who are in our first jobs, I'm in it right now and I think everyone who's gone through their first full-time job understands that regardless of the actual company, the concept of a first job can be pretty taxing mentally and it can be very exhausting at first. And with that, I do want to like also point out that it's easy to get inspiration ruts in that as well and it's easy to feel like you have to follow this formula and you have to be just like the cookie cutter idea that you made out for this position that you just filled or anything like that. Coming out of this inspiration rut I was just in, I had to remind myself that it doesn't have to be so cookie cutter, so linear, like you can have and bring your ideas to the table. That's the most important thing. It's hard when you're one of the youngest ones at the company, etc. But again, doesn't matter what company you're at. I think this is a very universal experience and really speaks to the inward journey of those who are going through their first job or grad school or master's program, I want to add. So if that applies to you, I hear you, I'm with you, and I feel you. On the topic of taking those breaks when you're in the inspiration rut... I do want to announce some exciting news, not having to do with the rut, but more so a revamp and a renewal of Young and Getting Wiser. As we approach the holiday season and the end of a very grouped series of episodes from episode one up to this one, I think we're on like something teen episode. It's been 
so cool kind of getting to express myself and say everything that I want to say and I honestly feel like making this podcast has brought me closer to people in my life which is really interesting because I would have never expected it shout out to everyone who is close to me listening to this love you and to everyone I don't know listening thank you I had Spotify wrapped come out the other day for podcasters and I'm trying to find the stats right now here they are young and getting wiser was top 10 podcasts for 140 fans top five for 91 fans and the top podcast for 29 fans so i am so grateful and so honored to have been part of your day whenever that was and thank you thank you thank you for all the loyalty and listening and everything like that with that being said i decided that i'm going to be creating a season two of the podcast coming in the new year But I really want the season two to be reflective of the brand that we've created for Young and Getting Wiser between the podcast I put out, the content I record, and the engagement from you all and you all listening. I'm going to be posting some polls on the Instagram stories, maybe a post here and there, just asking what you guys liked most, what you want to see more of, just getting your opinion because... I really want to hear it and I want to see the feedback and put out quality stuff for you come 2024. If you're listening to this in real time, we got Christmas in two weeks and the holidays if you don't celebrate Christmas. We got New Year's Eve, lots coming up. So I'll probably put out an episode next week for sure, but weeks after, I'm really going to focus on family time, personal time, and brainstorming for the future book club will be live though so stay tuned to the instagram because i really want to get into more reels and stuff you know how it is with like me trying to manage the instagram and this i always complain about it but i love it at the same time so double-edged sword on that note this officially wraps up cultivating connection which was a four-part series on the podcast and with some bits of wisdom in between of course i hope you enjoyed and took something useful from the episode today if not i hope you found some light entertainment i'm your host caitlin and this was young and getting wiser have a great rest of whatever time of day it is for you and see you next thursday